gospel this morning is uh, from Luke 24, 36 to 49. Jesus appears to the disciples. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see me, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wandering. He said to them, have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it, and he ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witness of these things, and see, I am sending upon you what my father promised, to stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, we praise you and thank you for this wonderful day in your presence. As we continue to celebrate the power of the resurrection at work in our lives, that death does not have the final say, but Lord, you do. And we pray now as we come before your word, particularly on this United Methodist Women's Celebration Day, Lord, that your spirit will move in us, that you will speak to us anew and afresh. And Lord, that we will hear your word and answer your call. I pray that you'll hide me behind your cross, that you will take the words on my page and the thoughts in my heart. And Lord, that your Holy Spirit will carry them into the hearts and lives of every single one of us. That they will be made flesh this day and that we can share your good news as we leave this place. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, I'm honored, so honored and delighted to be here with you today to be part of this United Methodist Women's Celebration. Uh, this is a very significant year for the United Methodist women, not just in our church, but, but all through, throughout United Methodism. Um, it is the 150th year of United Methodist women, and that's pretty amazing, 150 years of doing ministry. And, and um, in preparation for our annual conferences celebration of this historic milestone, the United Methodist women of our church started going through all the, the pictures and, and all the history of which there is ton of it, um, and, and discovered that we have one of the oldest United Methodist women's groups in our conference, celebrating 138 years this year. Um, again, which is so amazing and, and such an accomplishment and such a legacy. Uh, when I think about all that has taken place in this church over 138 years and all that the women have made possible, Throughout those years, um, there is no telling the impact that has been made through the United Methodist Women. And so, again, it is my pleasure to be here to help celebrate that today. When I think about United Methodist Women, 
My first thought goes to the United Methodist women at the church where I was born and raised, uh, Wesley Chapel United Methodist Church in Sylacauga, Alabama. Uh, we were a small church, but we were mighty, and I was there, um, I always say I was born on the ninth row, um, on the left side, because we were there all the time. Um, from, from Whenever the doors were open for anything, we were there, and that was also true for United Methodist Women's Circle Meeting. Um, because when I first think about uh, United Methodist Women in my church, my first thought goes to my family members. My mom, my both my grandmothers, all my aunts, my whole family went to this church, and you know, it still goes to this church. And, um, and, and so they were all there, part of a United Methodist Women's Circle, and those that are alive today continue to be part of their circle groups. And also at Wesley Chapel, I think about um, the people who were United Methodist women. They were also my Sunday school teachers all the way through my childhood. They were the leaders in my vacation Bible school group. They were members of the choir. They were ministry leaders, all, all the various ministry teams. They were leading and part of that. And most especially when I think about the people in my, my church growing up, and I think about who was in all those places, the United Methodist women were also the mission leaders in my congregation. And I cannot tell you how many circle meetings I attended as a child. We didn't have a nursery back then. I don't even know if they have a nursery now, because um, again, it was a small church. And so when mom went to circle, so did I. And, um, and, and every time we went, I, I packed baskets uh, along with them to deliver to the homebound. We put together gift bags to take to the new mothers at the local hospital. And there were so many hours that I spent with my mom and with my grandmother Jane. Uh, we would go to, they had hours every month that they would go serve at the care house, which was our community's only food pantry at the time. And again, when they went, I went right there with them and, and helped them do that ministry. And, and when we look at the mission, of the United Methodist Women, what we will find is that they exist to provide opportunities to grow spiritually and also to equip women and girls to be leaders. Um, and I can say with complete confidence that the United Methodist Women of Wesley Chapel fulfilled their mission. If no other place, then they fulfilled it in me. Um, because it was through the witness and the work in the name of Jesus that these women established and they molded the foundation of my faith and also the earliest growth of my faith. Because when I was at the feet or at the table with my mother and all the ladies in her circle um, doing whatever it was that we were doing, studying something or praying for someone or doing some kind of mission project, I was also at the feet and at the table of Jesus learning about his love and learning how to share it with other people. And so when, when we think about that, I am who I am today as a Christian, as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as a person in this world, but also as a minister because of the ministry of all these women uh, that shared their love for Jesus with me. And as we fast forward into my adulthood, and I continue to look around at all the people that are molding me and teaching me and inspiring me and leading me, I see so many United Methodist women in that group of people. Um, and, and if we look around our congregation, we will see the same. Here at Gadsden First Methodist, there are United Methodist women who are serving and leading our ministry teams. 
Uh, they are faithfully serving in our soup kitchen and our clothes closet. They are tutoring and celebrating the AB honor roll at Strickland Elementary. That was some of the pictures you saw in the video earlier. They are teaching Sunday school classes and Bible study. They are contributing to worship, not just today, but every day in every other aspect of our ministry here at the church. Uh, in countless ways, our United Methodist women are involved. Um, and really, when I think about our United Methodist women here and, and take them outside of our congregation, I see trailblazers, and I see leaders, and I see teachers in their workplaces. And I also see board chairs and fundraisers and members who are a part of just about every community organization that we have here in Gadsden and Etowah County. Um, our United Methodist women are impacting and inspiring and making a difference in our congregation and in our community. And as they do that, they are serving as key witnesses to who Christ is, how he shares love with others, and also by reaching out to those whom Jesus came to serve and calls us to serve as well. When I think about our United Methodist women, and think about all the United Methodist women that I've known throughout my lifetime, uh, they help me think about the very first Jesus-following women that we hear about all throughout the Gospels. Um, I, I don't know what your Holy Week practices are, um, but for me, one of the things that I always try to do each and every Holy Week as I prepare for um, the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus is I, I try to sit down and spend some time in the Scriptures reading straight through, um, starting with Palm Sunday, and, and read and pray through Scripture until Jesus is crucified and resurrected and ascends to heaven. Um, that's just something that helps me uh, connect on a personal level and, and to give thanks to God for what he had done. And so as I did that this year, uh, one of the things that stood out to me, particularly in the Gospel of Luke, um, is that there was only one group of people who stayed with Jesus all the way through. And it wasn't the disciples, the 12 disciples. It wasn't the religious leaders. It wasn't the Roman guards. It was the women, the women who walked with Jesus from the beginning to the end. They were there every step of the way. Luke chapter 23 verse 27 tells us that the women were with Jesus as he carried the cross to Calvary. Luke 23, 48 and 49 tells us that the women stood at the cross watching all the things that took place. Luke 23, 55 and 56 tell us that the women are the ones who saw Joseph of Arimathea take Jesus' body from the cross and place it in the tomb. And Luke 24, verses 1 through 12, our Easter passage, tell us that on the first day of the week at early dawn, it was the women who came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away. It was the women who were met by the angels and were the first to hear the good news. He is not here. He is risen. It was the women who ran as fast as they could and shared that same good news with everyone that they could, even the people who didn't believe them, the disciples. Uh, the women, which some of which are named in Luke 24.10, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and then there were even more, it says, and others. These women were key witnesses to Easter. And so without the faithful 
the faithfulness and the witness of these women, when we think about the heart of what makes up our faith, the, the, the story and the details that are part of the resurrection, without these women, we wouldn't have the details. Uh, we, we would have heard it, but we wouldn't have seen it. Uh, but because these women were there, and then they went and shared it, we know what took place that day. And, and that's a pretty amazing witness. Um, and so in the scripture that Eileen just read for us, uh, what we see is after the resurrection, we see Jesus appearing to his followers. And if we read the scripture before that, we'll see that his followers were both the disciples and the women. They were still there. Um, and, and what Jesus does is when he gets there, he assures them of his presence. He shows them his hands. He shows them his feet. Uh, he, he says, give me some fish. I'm hungry. Let me eat something. So they know that it's really him, that it's really him and not a ghost or, or not a figment of their imagination. And then he goes on to help them understand everything that they have just experienced. Everything that Jesus just walked through, all of it was exactly as God intended it to be. Nothing was done by accident. Nothing happened out of God's control. It was all a fulfillment of the scriptures. And Jesus opens their minds and helps them understand that. And then, after that, Jesus says to all of them some very important words. He says, you are my witnesses. You are my witnesses. You have seen. You have experienced. And now you understand. And so your charge, your command, your call as my followers is to go and to tell other people what you have seen. You are to share what you have experienced in Christ. You are to go and to testify to other people what you know to be true about me. He gave that call to them that day, and he continues to give us that call today. You are my witnesses. And I can say that without a shadow of a doubt, the first Jesus-following women were faithful to this charge. They, they told everyone that they could. Those who believed and those who didn't, they, they just shared that good news. They couldn't contain it. Um, and millions of United Methodist women have done the same as well. Um, United Methodist men, I'll, I'll, you've all done it too. But today we're celebrating the, the witness of women uh, who have shared the good news, even when the women have not been welcomed to share the good news. We have continued to share it, uh, and it is because of that uh, that we are all here today. And, and I don't know about you, but I am immensely thankful to the women who have been faithful to the witness of Jesus Christ um, in their lives. I am thankful for the women throughout Scripture um, who, who spoke uh, what God had told them and what God had showed them, even when it was dangerous to do so. Um, I'm thankful for the witness of women throughout scriptures. I'm thankful for the women that have gone before me that make it possible for me to stand where I stand today. Uh, there are so many women who, again, ha have boldly spoken and shared how God is moving and how God is working and how God is speaking and how God is changing lives and how God is calling us to do and be who he needs us to be. Uh, women that have gone before me have blazed the way to make it possible for me to come to know Jesus, for me to answer my call, 
and for you to do the same. Um, as I said a minute ago, I, I would not be who I am today without the women that have gone before me. Um, and what's more, without the witness of all of these women, our church and the kingdom of God would not be what we are today without the women who have gone before us. And I can tell you that we will not be who God needs us to be as we move forward without the continued witness of women. Um, men too, but women. We God needs all of us, every single one of us. And so as, as we come to a close and as we prepare to leave from this place, my prayer for all of us is that we will remember, every single one of us, man, woman, adult, child, whatever, you who are sitting here today and you who are going to listen to this in the future, you are called by Christ to be key witnesses for him, to be key witnesses in your homes, with your family, in, in your workplaces, those of you who are students in, in the school that you go to, to be uh, those who are witnesses for him. Everywhere you go in your community, the organizations or, or groups that you're a part of, anywhere and everywhere that life takes you, Jesus is calling you today and every day to witness, witness for him, to offer the love that he has for others, that he died on the cross to give you, uh, to witness to the mercy that he shares with all of us, to witness to that grace that we don't deserve and yet he pours out freely, to witness to his compassion, the love and the care that he has for every single person, but especially those who are lost and who are broken and who are pushed out by the world, uh, and to share and to witness with others the salvation that he has for every single person on the planet. I, that is my prayer, that you will remember that you are a key witness to that. And, and then my last prayer for us and my encouragement for all of us is that you will take a minute today and, and every day to give thanks to God for all these witnesses in your life. Um, I, I want to encourage you just for a second to pause. And, and I want you to close your eyes for a second. And I want you to just see the face or the faces of those first significant witnesses in your life. Men or women, it doesn't matter who they are, but just think about the people who shared Jesus with you for the first time. Maybe they opened the scriptures to you in a, in a Sunday school class, or maybe it was a vacation Bible school that you attended. Um, maybe you were a grown adult and it was a, a friend of yours or a pastor. But just think about the people who you've witnessed to you and see their face and thank God for them right now. You can open your eyes, but, but I want you to give thanks for those specific people. And then also, as we continue today and every day, to give thanks for all the women in the Bible and all the women throughout Christianity and all the women of Gadsden First Methodist and all the women of your lives who have bravely and boldly and amazingly witnessed and inspired and empowered you to be who you are today, the Christian and the minister that Jesus has created and called you to be. Because without them, we wouldn't be where we are. And without you, someone else won't be 
to Jesus needs to go here. So thank God for your witnesses and go be a witness for Jesus. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.